Hi, everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host, Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? I am fantastic. Ready to steal some cars. Just tell me where. You you have cars. But I need more. I mean, who doesn't need more cars? Especially crappy old ones that they want to leave on uh, train tracks. <laughs> Less we talk about insurance fraud, the better. <laughs> We are brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show for only $1 a month. You gain access to all of our bonus content, bonus episodes, weekly episode reviews, all kinds of stuff. We do encourage you to check it out. Uh, also, everyone, happy Thanksgiving. Hope it was a good one. Or if you live outside of the United States, hope your Thursday was good. Because that's what I... It's, it's Thursdays. It's, it's just a Thursday. To, I'm in Canada. It's Thursday. It's cold. On this week's episode is Dumbbell Indemnity, episode 5F12, originally aired March 1st, 1998, written by Ron Hausch. I always uh, say his last name with a question mark. Directed by Dominic Polcino. Finished 25th in the ratings, a Nelson rating of 10.5, approximately 10.3 million viewing households. Was the third highest rated show on Fox that week following Exiles and King of the Hill. Not a surprise. Nope. Gonna be like that for at least a couple years. Uh, the chalkboard gag. Silly string is not a nasal spray. Ooh. I don't want that up there. Yeah, that, that sounds very painful. I don't I don't know about painful. It's just icky. Like a silly... St- Ugh, okay. Uh, the couch gag. The Simpsons sit on the couch and are crushed into a cube. <laughs> Is it about my cube? Is it about my cube? Uh, the episode guest stars Helen Hunt as Renee. She does a good job, frankly. I don't. She she does. This is the this is one of my favorite uh, guest star experiences because she doesn't play herself. Uh, she plays a random character who's just nobody special and who just gets to bring her acting abilities to life in The Simpsons as a good actor would. Like, and it's, it's perfect. At the time, she was engaged to Hank Azaria. Y'all. And she dates Mo, who is Hank Azaria. <laughs> I get it. They got divorced in 2000, so did it, I don't uh, know. That's such lot, is the way. Yeah, love doesn't last all the time. Uh, episode begins with a Texas snowball fight. <laughs> That's the first time I've ever realized what Bart said, because it's the first time I've watched it with subtitles, so that makes sense. Is this, are Texas snowball fights a thing, or did the Simpsons invent this? I, I have to assume they invented it. No one throw, wastes ice cream like that. There's a lot of Google results for it, but I'm never, they're all from post-Simpsons time, so I don't know. It's hard to say. They fight each other with ice cream, which is, yeah, don't, don't. Waste ice cream? It's delicious. Eat ice cream. Exactly. Uh, they can't take a sh- they can't take baths because the water heater is broken. Homer destroys it immediately, floods the house, and it's pouring off of the roof when Marge gets home. That was a big water heater. That's a lot of water. Uh, like everyone flees. It is really just a way to get Homer out of the house, I suppose, and to uh for him to appreciate Marge, who I guess has to take care of all of this mess. Well, that's usually how it goes. In their I guess it is. It's just a little. If it was any other episode, I'd ca- I'd probably care a little bit more about it. But in this case, it really doesn't end up mattering in this episode whatsoever. But Homer flees to Moe's, where he salutes Marge. To Marge and all the blissful years I've spent hiding from her in this bar. Yeah, big deal. You got a wife. I got a rash. Who cares? Yeah. 
I'm sorry, Homer. It's just, it's been four years since my last date with a, what you call it, a woman. Whatever happened to your mail-order bride? Ah, uh, she got homesick for her old life, diving for tourist pennies in a Micronesian swamp. So her career got in the way. Yeah, I don't blame her. No girl wants to end up with a Joe Puke pair like me. No, no, I won't hear of it, Mo. You're a fabulous catch. Oh, yeah? Well, uh, how come I ain't fending off movie starlets with a pointy stick? Oh, it's probably due to your ugliness. But that doesn't mean we can't find you a woman. Come on, we're going to the darkest bar in town. I don't know, Homer. Women can smell panic, and uh, right now I gotta be reeking of it. Relax. All I smell is garlic and fish. I'm pretty sure that's what panic smells like. Well, I don't know. I like I like the smell of garlic. The smell of fish, on the other hand, hmm. Well, you add it to garlic. I was garlic is a. I like the. I don't know. I I understand a person that smells like garlic is probably I don't know a tur. It be, for some reason it's a turnoff, but. I walk into a kitchen, it smells like garlic. I'm like, man, it's great in here. Why would it be bad if it's a person? It's true. I don't, uh, maybe it's, hmm. I wonder if it's more about implication, about like, oh, if they smell like garlic, mm, something's wrong. Um, we we learn a lot about Mo and his love life. In a very short brief, short amount of time, he hasn't had a date in four years. His male or bride left him. It's like a, this is like, it's a, like a Rodney Dangerfield bit, frankly. Um, they go to disco. They go to Stu's disco, uh, which has a. Does Stu pay Sanjay for that stand up in the front? I'm assuming. I mean, everyone's gotta get paid. I guess so. It's just he's using the picture of. Uh, he's not like it's a famous person. It's Sanjay. He like he runs. Well, complete... Sanjay is famous in Springfield. Oh, is he? I did not. I wasn't aware of that. Pretty tough nature. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, but we we cut to the the disco and. Homer and Mo are, are kind of gallivanting around. Homer's trying to be a good wingman. Mo is failing at talking to women. Uh, He's better than I would, but you know. I don't think that's true, Matt. Yep, I'm very bad at talking to women. I mean, you've got, you got a wife. You don't have to talk to women anymore. Isn't that how that works? Uh, exactly, and thank goodness for that, because <laughs> if she left me, I'd be screwed. I'd be alone for the rest of my life. Nah, you'd be fine. I'd find you somebody. Uh... uh <laughs> <laughs> uh he was let's see one woman just immediately leaves him alone another woman tries to sell him bacardi drink rum don't forget that's right she's a shot girl i mean that's that's a i always see job positions for that for those oh yeah it's very popular for, for cute college girls i mean what about 30 plus year old men um not generally not as good Apparently, no one really wants to to buy uh from me from them. i can't sell no. someone booze I wouldn't even have to sell it. I just have to give it away. Honestly, it's just here's booze. Maybe buy some later. Well, yeah, you always yeah. So the feeling what it is you just give away shots. But it turns out, uh, drunk men will buy things from pretty girls. And I don't know if that checks out, Matt. Well, uh, I, apparently I, you I'm have a, not been around uh, I, <laughs> drunk I, men. No, well, I tried to avoid it honestly. Uh, but but Mo strikes out because he's bad at everything, and I think that's what this episode kind of is just exploring. Is that Mo is bad at everything, and he can't help it. He can't help his nature. He is well, what yeah, because Mo, Mo is a creepy guy. It's it's mostly personality based, as we'll see in this episode. Uh, he's also extremely ugly. So you know <laughs> that's not that nice, help. Matt. Don't say that about him. I mean, everyone in the episode does, but it doesn't mean you have to. Including him, he 
I mean, people are often their own worst critics. They leave the they leave the disco. They run into a, a lady named Renee selling flowers outside. Ah, there's nobody for Mo. I'm just gonna die lonely and ugly and dead. Well, hello, Mary Sunshine. Huh? Oh, cheer up. Here, have a flower. All right, come on. What's the catch? A gorgeous woman don't just hand you a free daffy dill. Really? You think I'm gorgeous? Yeah, well, the part that's showing. Guess you could have a lot of weird scars or a fake ass or something. You don't talk to a lot of women, do you? Well, no, no. Well, not a lot. I, gee, I'm sorry. I used to box, you know. My brain's, well, it's kind of in and out. Oh, that's awful. And look at your little ears. Yeah, it is extensive cauliflowering. Well, your bow tie's just darling. Aha! Uh-huh. Ha! Well, thanks. <laughs> yeah, it kind of draws the eye away from the old mug. I like a face with character. Let's get out of here, Mo. This is going nowhere. Yeah, I... Uh, look, I don't suppose you'd never want to, uh... I don't know, get together sometime. You mean like a date? Well, I don't know. Ah, uh, what was I thinking? of <laughs> A beautiful girl like you and a gargoyle like me. I, I, I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on. I didn't say no, exactly. Really? Hot damn! Why, don't eat nothing for the next three days, because I'm taking you out for a steak the size of a toilet seat. <laughs> well, when you put it that way, my name is Renee. Who cares? You're going out with me. <laughs> She's going out with me, cat. Stop kissing that cat and get in the car. <laughs> Mo's really bad at talking to women. Like, even worse than I would be. You exactly. Know, yep, he's definitely worse. He's worse. Uh, and he's much uglier than you, Matt. I'll, I'll, I'll be the first to say it. Uh, you, don't have cauli- you don't have cauliflower ears. That's true. I do not. Mine are large, but they're not cauliflower. I mean, I don't know. I... This is my favorite thing about this episode, is that the character of Renee is basically from a romantic comedy. Yes, she is She is every female lead in a romantic comedy. They have, this is their meet cute, you know, oh, Mo strikes out at the, at the disco, whatever, the club, walks out, and oh, he just happens to be, you know, down in his luck right next to this cute flower girl who, for some reason... I guess she does say later pity. She says it explicitly in a bit in a, in a second. Yeah. So like it it she does say why, but it it is straight out of the romantic comedy playbook where they have this little this little lovely tiny little cute meeting and it's funny and then Mo still operates like he's in The Simpsons. Well, actually, when you think about it, this episode. Um, it's really an entire romantic comedy minus the third act where they get back together. It's it's definitely the first two acts where, oh, they meet, then something crazy happens, and then in the third act of a romantic comedy, Mo would somehow win her back. But in real life and The Simpsons, it just ends at something crazy happens and they go their separate ways. <laughs> I will – yeah, we'll get to the uh, – I, I don't know. I might have – I have some minor concerns about this episode's ending, I think. Um <laughs> They go out on a date with uh, with Mo, Mo and uh, Renee go on a date with Homer and Marge. I, this is not their first date because we do get a montage of on, with the monkeys. Uh, 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 I'm a believer. It, I I think all the licensed music in this in this episode works really well. It's a really good montage. Unfortunately, it is all visual gags, but it is all I think good visual gags that kind of. That are that play into that romantic comedy kind of thing. They lean into it, you know. It has it has Mo kind of being like this suffering idiot who's doing his best to try and keep up with Renee and try and impress her. 
Uh, he gets run over by a carriage at one point and looks like he is severely injured. No, he's fine. Don't worry. He used to be a boxer. He's tough. Uh, it's really good. Music's really good. They go on the date. And Renee explains why she likes Mo. So, Renee, it looks like you've taken quite a shine to Mo. Do you mind if I ask why? Marge. I didn't mean any disrespect. I just can't figure it out. Well, to be honest, at first it was just pity. Ah. <laughs> yeah, it's like out of a storybook, ain't it? But he's really grown on me. He's got this insecure, sweaty charm. Oh, yeah, I got that. And he's so thoughtful. Last night, he bought all the seats in a movie theater just so we could have a romantic evening together. Yeah, well, I just get so tired of idiots shooting their mouths off, laughing and clapping. Makes me want to start poking eyes out and slashing guts and kicking throats. It's okay, Mo. I'm sorry. It's just I'm so happy I met you. Slashing eyes, kicking throats. Well, I think. Well, I mean, what else do you do? I don't know. That this is uh, like, uh, and I, I, I like how they relate it to Homer in this scene because then it immediately it helps make this make sense in a certain way. Like Mo and Renee existing together in any sense is they Homer going, "Oh right, sweaty charm, I've got that too," and you immediately go, "Oh right, <laughs> Marge is like, why is Marge with Homer?" And you go, "Oh right, it has you know." So that sweaty Someone charm. Just like that. Yeah, it, it's that sweaty charm. And so and immediately you go, okay, I can understand Renee being with Mo. You know, she, I don't know, he's trying really hard. Yeah. And I, I mean, to, and that and that works sometimes. It's just like, hey, I'm really trying. I'm, I, uh, I'm doing the, my best. I really want this to work, to succeed. And, I don't know, effort can, can carry someone a long way. But, basically, this is personality over looks and even even a rough personality somebody can find love in love with i mean i would normally agree with you matt but i've seen this episode and mo is mo's problems uh mo wants the best for renee and he is spending a lot of money and putting it all on his credit card which he does not is not infinite amount of of credit he has and i mean you can buy only so many lobster stuff with tacos well, I don't know about that. You can buy as many as you want. Just after a while, though, their um, uh, specialness will go down. How do you stuff a lobster? I, I assume you just crack it open and like just wedge the meat apart and stuff a taco in there. You just like wrap it in twine or something. Yes, exactly. Okay, I don't think that would. I normally am all in on Simpsons food combinations, but I don't think that would taste good. I don't think lobster. Probably not. I, I mean, I feel like if you put lobster tacos, that sounds amazing. But yeah, lobster yeah. tacos are good. I've eaten lobster tacos, delicious. But lobsters stuff with like a meat taco, like a ground beef taco, doesn't like those are not complementary flavors. No, they really no, are. No, lobster is very delicate and tender. Like, and you have to have like butter. I think that's why you know that's why it's served with butter. Um, but Mo has run out of money, and that and Mo is convinced that is the only reason Renee is staying with him. Well, I, I mean, it is. I don't. It's not. She likes him. <laughs> I don't. It's not the only reason. He's just. He is very. He is the lowest self esteem of anyone I've ever met. Uh, because I know all the Simpsons. We are. I have met all of them in real life. Obviously. 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 Uh, Mo comes up with an idea, and and this is re- really. You say, oh, it follows the same idea as romantic comedy. I don't remember any kind of insurance fraud happening in romantic comedies, Matt. 
What? I I haven't seen a lot of them, but the ones I have seen, I don't recall the problem, quote unquote, that it generally ends happens roughly halfway through the movie. I don't ever think it's, hey, I've run out of money. Let's commit insurance fraud. No. Hmm. I don't think Nobody I don't think of, no. I, I think that's another point of differentiation between this and a romantic comedy is that Renee continues to exist and and behave just like it's normal while Mo and Homer are divergent. I mean, they're pretty I don't know. They're pretty I guess Mo in particular, he's always a, been a criminal at least for a long time. It's not like that's hidden like he smuggles yeah. animals endangered animals. Yeah, and he, he had that uh uh what was it uh Vietnamese uh gambling thing uh when mm-hmm. they were playing uh, uh russian roulette mm-hmm. mo has always been shady and i think this is just it raising its head again uh but mo yeah. mo thinks well all i have to do is have someone steal my car have it get destroyed and then i will get the insurance money and it will solve all my problems all he has to do is convince homer but it is insured for five grand Homer, I need your help. You gotta steal this car and wreck it for me. Steal? Oh, no. You got the wrong guy. You dropped something. Come on, Homer. I'm one of your dearest friends. When everybody said you were too drunk to drive that time, who gave you your keys? Oh, you did. But I still don't know. I can just imagine what Marge would say. Homer, I insist you steal that car. I'll do it. <laughs> I. Homer knows exactly what Marge would say. You can't deny that. Yeah, I know. He, I mean, he knows her very well. They've been married for a long time. But that's like that's how the we go to commercial with Mo and Homer agreed to steal Mo's car and destroy it for insurance. Yes, and speaking of which, the first thing when we get back is the plan. Listen up here. Tomorrow night at eight, you go down to the waterfront and you steal my car. What about the cops? That's the beauty part. Every cop in town's going to be on the police department's moonlight charity cruise, and I'm going to be right there with them. So as soon as you get back, we steal the car, right? Right. No, no, wrong. Listen, while I'm on the boat with the perfect alibi, you steal my car and park it on the railroad tracks. Then when a 10:15 train comes along, wham! <laughs> Insurance company pays off 5,000 clams. I keep showing Renee the sweet life. You're a genius, Mo. All your troubles will soon be over for a couple of months. Yep. That's the most foolproof plan ever. <laughs> His problems will be over for a couple of months. I I mean, even while they're doing it, they're igno- like Homer's already acknowledging that it's going to fail. Like it's only and it only well, and even if it succeeds, this is a short term option. Even if it succeeds, I mean, but that's Mo. I think that's the thing about this episode that it, it fundamentally gets right is that it understands Mo. Right. It, it basically, this is exactly what Mo would do. Exactly, without without a doubt, because Mo is has finds it impossible to see more than a couple months in the future. I mean, it's hard. Well, you know, you have to you have to have uh, special brain structures that uh, most humans have. Sometimes you don't. <laughs> He's been hit in the head, man. He's a boxer. That's true. Aww. Poor, poor Mo. <laughs> poor Mo. Anyway, uh, so the plan is agreed upon. Uh, the next night, Homer is all dressed in black. Uh, he's very nervous. Uh, the family questions him, uh, but hey, uh, hey, Homer hey, deflects hey, them point, expertly. Point of order, Matt. You did. Yes. You did not pull this clip, so I pulled it. Okay. Why all the black? Why all the pearls? Why all the hair? Why anything? You look a little nervous, Dad. No, you look a little nervous, Lisa. You're up to something, aren't you? No. 
I'm just going out to commit certain deeds. Suckers. I why all the pearls? I had I that stuck it's it it stood out to me. I needed it. I need, was like, oh, Matt, it's not pulled this clip for some reason. I need Homer asking well, why all the pearls. I, I pulled I pulled the clip the the entire like minute and a half before that, so I didn't wanna, you know, no, there's, right after. I should have. You're right. I should have. Why all the pearls, Matt? Well, I mean, it's, see, it's a good it question, honestly. It's a good question. Fair enough. Fair enough. But anyway, uh, Homer goes out. Uh, he stops another thief uh, from stealing Moe's car. Uh, Moe, uh, before that, had pointed out his car to William to basically have an alibi to say, hey, look, there's my car. It's right there in spot 7A. Check it out. Uh, ensuring that Wiggum saw that his car was there. I like, uh, but Homer. I like l- l- slightly drunk Lou. In the case of, I like Lou just like slightly drunk. I mean, all the police by the end of the night are completely wasted. So uh, they're police. It's kind of how it goes. Hey, that's not that's mean, Matt. That's not true whatsoever. Uh, police have a tough job. All right, they're they're allowed to get a little slosh when they're not on duty. Even though all these guys are wearing I, I, their I'm uniforms. I'm going to say, I guns. think those are they're on duty. It's isn't it? Technically, I hope not. <laughs> I guess that's true. I don't know. It's Springfield Police. There's, they're not exactly the paradigm for which we hold up all policemen. Yes. Anyway, uh, Homer stops Snake from stealing Moe's car because he's an idiot. Uh, he then steals Moe's car himself because, of course, he's got the keys. And he is headed to the railroad tracks when he stops to watch Hail to the Chimp at the drive-in because, of course, he does. Of course, he does. Um Meanwhile, uh, Mo and Renee are dancing on the the police cruise or whatever it is. Uh, Mo is even more nervous than usual, and is in fact leaving a puddle behind him. He's sweating so much, which causes a few policemen to fall down. Oh, it's not a policeman; it's a server. Thank you very much. Oh, Matt. sorry, it's the server that falls. Down. And I laughed, right. and I laughed. That's there's a lot of physical gags in this, and I think they all work. They're all really funny. It- it's always one of the things I think was one of the Simpsons strengths back in this era is that there's tons of physical comedy that would be hard to pull off uh, for, you know, live action, but it's still believable that it could happen. So it it, it works like it's not Looney Tunes level. It's just the kind of thing you, you'd see Jim Carrey doing. Uh, but, you know, not everyone can do that. But in animation, everyone could do that. It's great. I, I, I think it's much it, anymore. I think it's not. It's a question of like. A question of surprise. It's not like The Simpsons stopped doing this stuff down the road when people started complaining about the Simps- the shows being not as good. But it's a question of like I I, I think it's, it's a fundamental part of comedy is like hey, it's a surprise and all these physical bits rely on you know we talk about those classic Sim- Simpsons jokes is that there's layers and then another layer and then another layer another layer and it's all really fast and each. Each turn is unexpected. And that's what all these physical gags in this episode, they're all like a little tiny surprise. It's a little tiny little bit of unexpected <laughs> physical gag. And like, it's like, and they've already set up this, in this one in particular, they've already set it up like multiple times. Renee, is, she's wiped his brow. She's re- like talked about his sweaty charm. Moe's been visibly sweating and worried about nervous when he's going out for a date. And now they just, they, you have that expectation in your head. And she's like, you're sweating more than normal. And there's a beat. And then suddenly the, ser- the server walks by and slips. And, it, and the, and the <laughs> yeah. timing is very important. And that surprise is very important. And it's not necessarily easy. Like, I think that physical comedy and physical gags in real, in real, you know, live action films and in animation often get a bad rap. 
but it's not that it's easy or that it's late, like lazy at all. Like the, the timing and the setup for these things is sometimes incredibly intricate. It's just when you don't have that, when you don't have that intricate setup, you don't have the good timing. It makes it look bad. It makes it look simple and look makes it look lazy because the, it, it feels like the writers just going to, Oh, well, what would be funny? Something falls on someone's head. And, and like that makes it seem like all physical comedy can be that simple, but it's really not. It's really requires a lot of work. And that, that, that's what it, all that like kind of coalesced because we watched a, the, the, the new Simpsons episode from last Sunday. We talked about that for our Patreon and is also a Mo episode. And there's also a bit of physical comedy in there, which I don't think works as well. And I think it primarily is because. Of all these steps that they they work to put into the episode before we ever get to this physical comedy. And it's all – it's none of it is physical. It's all, like, character stuff that sets up this one little, like, four-second gag of a waiter slipping on the pool of sweat underneath Mo. That's I'm gonna, It's true. I'm going to be writing a thesis statement. I'm gonna, there's a thesis paper I'm writing for a degree, and that, I'm not doing it. Not doing that. Well, you could. There's, there's enough there. I think. I, I, there's, I probably people have and have will and done it better than I could have. Probably. I don't know better than you could. I'm not. Probably. I'm not that special. Come on now. I'm not that special. I'm just a dude. Uh huh. Anyway, uh, when we get back to the actual episode, the thing we were supposed to be talking I, about. I was talking about this episode. I was talking about Mo and, and people slipping on his sweat. Don't get a. Don't get at me, man. I'm talking. I, I'm talking more about this episode than you are. Don't even get it. I don't want to hear it. Don't at me. But I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and set the record straight. I'm gonna keep working on it. Okay. We go back to Homer, who is asleep, because that's what happens to Homer when he watches movies. And of course, what wakes him up? The train that he has now missed. Uh, Homer drives off. He tears off the audio box because of course he does. Uh, he then parks the car on the train tracks behind the train which doesn't really help much less uh, effective because... that way yeah yeah uh these are all references and... to double indemnity by the way i don't know if you've ever seen double double indemnity map i have not we might that might we'll add that to our list of simpsons, simpsons cinema movies um Ooh. but they originally in that movie they use a train track as part of the it involves a dead body in, the, in that case and not a car <gasps> but the insurance pays off more if it's a freak accident so the that's i don't they, there's no reason for it in this it's just hey, a train can destroy a car pretty well yeah it's true it really can um homer seeing that his plan has failed decides that he is going to drive the car into the bay why he does this in full view of everyone on the ship couldn't tell you homer probably didn't think of that that's not the kind of thing homer <laughs> Hey, who, hey, who hey, has hey. that same thing about thinking further ahead. It's just more than thirty seconds is hard for Homer, whereas Mo can go out a couple of months. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay it up for him right now. All right, if when he jumps out of the car, if he stays out of the car, this plan still works. It does, but why do it in view of everyone? It's dark. Everyone's drunk. Uh huh. All right. All right. You, okay. Plan. Okay. Openly acknowledge plan A failed. Right. Train's gone. Right. No. There's no. There's no going back to it. So it's either wait till another train comes through and another day or improvise. And frankly, I feel like Homer does a decent enough job at trying to help his friend. He just happens to roll, jump out of the car and roll directly back into it. Not his fault. <laughs> In one of those freak accidents, the way you do. I, 
I really, it's really good. It's a really good bit. It, it, it's, it's a really, really good, good. It's really funny, and the animation is really good. They talk about it, how they they worked really hard to make Homer jumping out of the car and just rolling right back into it. It <laughs> it works really well. It's really great. It is. It is. Uh, unfortunately for Homer, uh, as Robbie said, he rolls directly back into the car and plummets into the water. And there is a very long scene. Well, not very long. It's like 30 seconds. But it's still longer than I would expect of Homer just very slowly going from cliff ledge to cliff ledge underwater until he is like way at the bottom. To the point where I don't know if a man Homer's size could have made it back up, but he does. Uh, and unfortunately, the cops are waiting and he is immediately arrested because... That's what happens. Even a drunk cop can make an arrest. Bodies are buoyant, Matt. He just floats. You know, all he has to do is just kind of get out of the car and he'll, the body, his body will do the work. He will naturally that's float. That's true. Homer, Homer is more buoyant than most. I, th yeah, that's true. No, fat is more buoyant than muscle. So yes, it, it is, is. It is. Yeah. <gasps> so anyway, uh, at this point, Homer is sent to jail. Uh, the family comes to visit him. Uh, but, Homer is more excited to see his visitors, who are the family. Uh, but Homer is very confident that Mo will come and bail him out. He will explain everything, which means that Mo will go to jail for far longer than Homer would go to jail. Uh, which, you know, I, I don't see Mo doing that, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, Mo does come to visit Homer eventually, but he doesn't actually go through the prison. He talks to him through the bars because, you know, Mo doesn't want to be seen anywhere near a police station. <laughs> okay. Uh, Homer tries to get Mo to bail him out. However... The plan worked perfectly. Uh, Mo gets the money uh, for his car, and uh, you know he has it, and he's happy showing Renee the sweet life. But of course, Homer—he's guilty. Mo is deep down at least a somewhat moral person, and of course, he feels bad for his friend uh, being, you know, stuck in jail because of something that was his idea. Obviously, Homer failed to pull it off correctly, so it's also partly Homer's fault. But mm, whatever. Um, for some reason, Mo decides that he's going to bail Homer out with the money. Now, the problem is when you bail somebody out of the money, you're not just paying the government to let them go. Homer still has to face a court date and will eventually be convicted because it's very obvious he did it, but whatevs. Uh, Mo goes uh, walking with Renee the next day, and he's going to bail Homer out, but Renee sees an advertisement for trips to Hawaii. And, of course, Mo, uh, because he's incredibly insecure, decides that he will take Renee to Hawaii instead of bailing Homer out, uh, and uh, they make plans and... They walk past Homer's jail cell singing uh, the the one Hawaii song everyone knows. Um, <laughs> the one Unamakalaka, hey, whatever. Yeah, exactly. It's like old Lang Syne. It's the only New Year's song anyone knows. There's only one. It's, it's very obvious which is which. Uh, and uh, poor Homer uh, is not going to get bailed out and eventually realizes that as we go to commercial. Um, I don't – I don't – hmm. I don't know if Mo mm -hmm. is fundamentally moral, man. I don't think that's necessarily... Well, okay, okay. L let me explain. He is not fundamentally moral. He has some fundamental morals in that he doesn't want his friends to suffer. If that was a stranger, I have no doubt Mo would walk on by not even caring. But it is his, his almost his best friend. So he there's a little bit of a twinge. Mo is not a sociopath. No, that's true. He does have... I think Mo at this point is experiencing a thing he... I don't know if ever he has like a girlfriend who is nice and pleasant and pretty and likes to spend time with him. I don't know if any of those things have ever happened to Mo before. So he's probably kind of in a shock of like, yeah. I can't lose this. I will do anything to keep it, including letting my friend rot in jail. Um, yeah, that I, well, I, okay. Uh, 
So Mo is at the bar packing? Mo doesn't live at Moe's. As far as we know. He has an apartment. It's a bad apartment, but he has one. <laughs> exactly. Whatever. He's at Moe's, he's packing, and he sees Homer's ghost. Ukulele, pineapples, beach pistol, scandalously revealing thong. Going somewhere. What? <sighs> Homer! No! You killed me! I, no, no, no you, you ain't dead. You, you, you're just in jail. Oh, right. Wait a second! I'm in jail because of you! You are my friend, and you betrayed me! Oh, my God, he's right. Oh, how could I treat a friend that way? Exactly. Exactly. Um... Exactly. Sorry, I had to make sure that was yeah, emphasized. I, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. <coughs> I this is weird, Matt. Why is this weird? I, I, I'm guessing the idea is that this is a personification of Mo's guilt, right? Uh, that's what I would guess. Yes, and that is, and it's just coming to him, and they're, and at the same time, they are kind of making a joke. Uh, I, I don't know. Calling it a joke is maybe a little bit of a stretch. A reference to the Christmas Carol and other similar stories. Similar stories where ghosts of afflicted uh, people come back to haunt uh, someone to make them right their wrongs. Of course. I. Why in this episode, though? I mean, it, it makes sense to me. I mean, basically, Mo is feeling guilty over what he did to Homer. What? I know, but there's a lot of ways to demonstrate that. There, like, I could understand Mo having like a, a kind of like a Duffless kind of dream sequence, you know, Duffless esque mm-hmm. dream sequence where he is suddenly like he suddenly sees Homer everywhere, and Homer is constantly like, "Hey, why'd you leave me a rot in prison?" Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Understand that, but then having this weird ghost that is also not a ghost because Homer is and Mo himself is like you're dead you're, you're not you're not dead you're in jail you can't be a ghost like it, it I don't know it's a little it's a weird way to get to the last like if they want to think of a way to get Mo to confess and feel bad mm-hmm. I I don't know I don't know if I agree I, I it's fine you know it's not terrible or anything it's just really weird and it immediately jumped out at me in this episode because the rest of this episode is not a doesn't have that kind of like I, I i don't think you should just have ghosts pop up without a reason and not even real ghosts no 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 ghosts are everywhere they're all around us Robbie. Uh, they should uh, pop up all the time okay okay i'm just i'll i'll stop complaining about a minute like a 30 seconds long uh, bit of the simpsons mo is driven uh we should at the same time we see homer in jail he uh, he pulls a shawshank redemption uh era-esque kind of escape by taking a book from hans moment and then clubbing him with it which well yeah i mean it's hans moment you could have blown him over with a you know a, a stiff breeze but it's no it's a little mean no. i don't hans moment didn't deserve that he was just an, is no is that also implying the hans moment's in jail as well no, not necessarily. I mean, I assume he volunteers there. 
I, I would expect I, from him. I, that's why I, that's why I think it's like a Shawshank reference is that he is, uh, what's that? The, the dude who passes out books in Shawshank. Um, the dude I who, have no idea. What? The dude who kills himself, uh, later on. It has been so long since I have seen that movie. I've seen Shawshank Redemption literally 150 times on TBS and TNT. I don't, I can't, rem- I can't believe I can't remember the name of this character. Brooks. <laughs> Brooks is his name. Brooks is the ah. guy's name in Shawshank Redemption. Uh, that's what I thought Hans Molman in this was. It was like, clearly, hey, it's Brooks. He's in jail. Brooks is guilty of a crime in prison in Shawshank. What did Molman do? Uh, reckless driving. You don't go to jail for that. I mean, if you kill somebody. That's manslaughter, Matt. Right. Okay, fine. Reckless driving and manslaughter. Brooks killed a guy in Shawshank. Well, I don't know, man. I'm just throwing things out there. Who did <laughs> Mole... That, what, that, hey, uh, these are leading questions, Matt. What I'm trying to get to is, who did Mole Man kill? Ooh, now that is a good question. I'm going to go with... um. Who was the uh, the private detective that kidnapped him when uh, Burns took Bart? That's that's who it was. Oh, he, that makes perfect sense. Yep. Yep. Mole Man. Mole Man killed that P.I. Of course he did. Mm-hmm. Now he's paying off his crimes in exactly. the local jail. <laughs> Mo <laughs> is feeling guilty, confesses all of his crimes to Renee. So, like a coward, I let Homer take the rap for the whole scam. And now the only way to clear him is to turn myself in. I don't know what to say. I'm shocked. I mean, you broke the law and betrayed a friend. Yeah, you're right. You shouldn't be wasting your time with a lowlife like me. Oh, Mo, don't say that. You made a mistake, but at least you're trying to set things straight. Yeah, that's true. That's true, baby. It'll be hell being locked away from you, but I guess I gotta take my medicine. Unless, unless I send a letter to the police clearing Homer. Yeah? Then we go to the graveyard and steal two corpses. Oh, my God. We we, we switch clothes with them and leave them in the bar. Then we pour some brandy around, like so. Yeah, would you hand me my keys? Uh, yeah, here you go. Then we light a match. And, woof, we start a new life in Hawaii. Goodbye, Mo. Where you going, baby? You going to find the corpses? Yes, Mo, I'm going to find corpses. Uh, what, you want me to come with? Renee? Dearest? <laughs> Dearest? This is this is fantastic. And uh, Helena delivery kind of basically nails it all. And it this is the turn. It is that, hey, we they've been in kind of a romantic comedy up until this point. And then Mo is like, hey, we need to go get some corpses. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously. And it... It's Mo. He's he's a kind of a monstrous, shady criminal at times. And so he's just at like times. <laughs> at times, at times, not all the time, sometimes. Uh, and he has to go get. Some, he's just like, yeah, it's I. This is what I have to do uh, to solve the problem. Uh, I could come clean and just tell them my. T- but I think that's the thing. Like they can't. If Mo just telling the cops, "Hey, Homer is not guilty. This is all my fault." Frankly, Homer would still be in jail because he did help perpetrate the crime and. They can't do that. This is the Simpsons. We can't have Mo and Homer in jail within an episode, I guess, even though the ending of this episode was that much better. Uh, yeah. they, they, so they have to have Mo come up with this crazy scheme, which involves scorp- corpses and more fraud. And Renee is, because this is that point where she's like, hey, no, I'm a real person. I'm a real character. I am not a scoundrel monster like you. I'm out. 
And she does. She leaves, and it's perfect. And she's like, and, and that little bit of her, Mo's like, I'm gonna write a letter to the police. She's like, Yeah, that's okay. Good. That's a good thing to do. And then he's like, And then we go get some corpses. And she's like, oh, I don't know. That, that <laughs> well, of course. Like... Yeah, yeah. It's perfect. Uh, she's gone. Mo realizes she is gone forever. Uh, and then he accidentally sets his own bar on fire because you. I mean, don't pour brandy on your bar. I think that's uh, a... No, and then don't let a match. Don't light matches either in, in, like, right above a pool of brandy. Probably not a good idea. Is brandy... But is brandy that high? Is it... It doesn't matter if brandy's flammable. Let's not... I don't need to go down that road. Yeah, I think it's a combination of the alcohol and the sugar, but yeah. Yeah, it doesn't okay. really matter. Okay. Homer comes to the bar. He's escaped, and he, they do... They, it is a good little... Another nice, funny, physical guy where Homer is rolling down the street on the book cart... Uh, for swearing revenge on Mo, and then we—that's really good. It's a good bit. Uh, it's a lot of fun. So great. Um, he gets to the bar. They fight. The bar's on fire. It's very dramatic. Uh, they both fall unconscious from smoke inhalation, which is how it would. It, that's how it would happen most likely. Uh, but Barney is there to save the day. First, of course, he saves some kegs first and foremost, and then saves. Well, yeah. He is. Like, how strong is Barney? My God. Uh, well, he was trying to save the beer, so it's obviously, the, it's like that, you know. It's like that reaction, like a mother, it's adrenaline shot, like mother saving her baby, like lifts up cars Basically, and stuff. Yeah. All right. Barney saves them all and some booze. Um, but Homer and Moe's lost his bar. He's upset. But Homer says, hey, we'll make it up for you. And they move Moe's into the Simpsons house. And we end the episode with uh, George Thurgood singing... Uh, one bourbon, one shot, and one beer, while Mars tries to protect her children from the uh, miscreants that are now inside of her house. Yes, Inclu the miscreants. And including the balloon machine that is now in their bathroom. Um, yep. I don't... We talked about the ending in Das Bus, Matt. Mm -hmm. I think that ending is better than this one. You know, I have to agree. Uh, I really don't like that ending, but then again, this one, a little extra creepy. I don't, it's not even the creepiness that bothers me. It's just, what about, what about the stuff that happened in the episode? Like, I understand, like, yeah, okay, the Simpsons are going to return to a status quo. They have to. Some, right. ver some version of it, at least. You know, it doesn't have to be the same. They have, there's been subtle shifts throughout the years. But they're going to do it. I know that. I have no problem with, like, I don't expect the next episode to be like Oz, where Homer's in jail now and he has to worry about joining a gang so he doesn't get killed. <laughs> But I like I for, can forgive it in Das Bus one because the episode is pretty cartoony to begin with, and two it is a it is making fun of the own of its own tropes of this like this ridiculous ending. I don't think it's perfect by any means. We talked about it in that episode. This episode, there's a lot of stuff that goes on, including Homer getting arrested, Marge, and then and then uh, not Mar Mo burning down his own bar. And then it's just like, oh, well, let's not try even the most ridiculous way to result. Like, there's not even like, hey, a funny gag in a courtroom to end the episode, which is what I would expect it to be. Like, it's just like, you know, where and then they get let off because this like Mo takes the money from the his burning down his bars insurance, pays off the judge and they're back at square one again. All right. That's fine. But they don't even like all the stuff that happened in this episode is like just immediately forgotten. At the end. And it's just like, well, now Moe's has his own bar. And it's at Homer's house. I'm like, but 
what a, he's got he went in jail and he escaped like i know i'm supposed to forget about most of this stuff but <laughs> those things have consequences like in the same there's world, no consequences robbie come on matt there's a two-parter episode of the simpsons maybe the most famous simpsons episode to the general public of who shot mr burns part one and two where the entire episode is about a a, peop, a guy going to jail like it is a courtroom thing it is all about crime like we have well been, obviously we, at some point they actually got the corpses uh, okay I mean, I just want them to do their homework in this. I feel like I guess how I feel about how you feel about Das Bus. I just want them to yeah. show effort, like show your work. Like, I don't just, huh, I don't know. I, I like this episode. I think it's a really good Mo episode. I think it's hilarious as well. I think the comedy in it is really good. And I think overlooked as a lot of season nine episodes are for how funny they are. And they do not have a lot of the problems of like the teen seasons, I would say. But yeah. This ending really uh it's not that it's bad, it just feels like an ending to a different episode. Like this entire <laughs> it feels like it's not even it feels like it's like re- like so far removed from the events of this episode. All it does is like, well yeah, Mo burned his bar down, but it's not like someone set it on fire. He set it on fire. It's not he's the one who burned down his own bar. Why is why is Homer making up to Mo? Homer didn't do anything. Mo's the one. Oh, it just makes me crazy because it doesn't make any sense. <sighs> I'm shocked. Shocked it doesn't make any sense. I, I don't. I guess I shouldn't. I don't know. That's the. And it, it's these. It's these little tiny issues that start bleeding in. And I feel like that's what a lot of people say. Like when they say, oh, season eight is the last one. It's not that season nine episodes suddenly become bad. Because I don't think this episode is bad. I think it's quite good. Very funny. And there's a lot of good character stuff in it. But these little issues where suddenly they have an ending and it doesn't... I mean, Das Bus, I, you could say the same thing. And it's yeah. it's just a little bit of like these little things add up eventually and start chipping away. Um, like, uh, mild consterna- consternation noises. It's not a big deal, really. <laughs> it's I'm making it a... Consternation noise. I'm, I'm making it a bigger deal than it is. It's not that big a deal. But that's how the episode ends. I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm not. It's not that I'm angry. It's that I'm disappointed. Um, I'm sure they're just devastated. It's still good. It's still a good episode. I don't want to take away from it. It's still good. Matt, good. Oh yeah. Sorry, I didn't realize you asking me for agree. Yes, I agree. It's definitely good. Like you said, the funny thing is, the more you talk about that ending, the more I'm like, yeah, that ending doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. But you know, whatevs. Yeah, it's kind of. I mean, this episode isn't. I think it does some interesting things. It is the the ending. I think it this episode kind of like tiptoes around being have like being a character episode. You know, like every time it is going to engage with Mo being a a char- like a real person. I every time it gets close to Mo being like being real character and having real character emotional heavy beats, it avoids it. It goes the other way. It goes for, hey, just let's just make comedy. And so that's what this episode ends up being, even though I think a couple different choices, this episode is one of those character-heavy emotional episodes. It's just they decide not to do it every time. I guess that's for – I don't know. I, I think I think in this episode it's fine. I think it works. It's funny. It's so funny. But I think them choosing not to do that hurts them down the road. True. I would definitely agree. I think it later Mo episodes it like and that's the thing, like, it's easier to do 
these types those types of episodes the emotional and, and even the non emotional like i ha- i can forgive a lot of stuff because i am so emotionally invested from earlier seasons of the simpsons where they did their groundwork with character with the family with skinner with Krabappel, with flanders where they put in the work to make these char- like and make us invest in these characters and when you have this mo episode which is very funny which is very true to mo in a lot of ways but never never try never i don't even think it attempts it to try and become to try and make us invest emotionally in in mo like if they did a little bit of work on showing mo why, showing us why mo is so happy with renee i don't like they'd probably have to drop the insurance fraud stuff there wouldn't be enough time but like i don't know something like i don't not blame the episode for it but i feel like later mo episodes and later characterizations of mo have it harder because this episode doesn't do that yeah i mean it's funny the most recent episode we did for the bonus uh episode on the patreon uh is is the same kind of way it's like Mo's characterization is hurt slightly by the end of this episode, just a little bit, not enough to really affect it. And for anybody of, you know, real fans, only people who have seen every episode multiple times would even probably care. I mean, it's not and it's not bad, but I don't know if they at the time realized like, hey, if we just make this a pure jokes, you know, episode, you can only do that so many times before, you know, Mo as a character stops becoming that and just becomes the jokes where they make fun of him wanting to make commit suicide over and over and over again, which I don't like. No, uh, no submissions for this. Oh wait, forgot to say we will rank it at the end of the show. No submissions for my favorite episode for this episode. But if you do have a specific episode that is your favorite, simply send in your answer to subsistiopod at gmail.com explaining why a certain episode is your favorite. When we get there, I'll read it on air. Next up, Matt, guess what? What? It's time for comments of the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. Comments to the news group is where I comb through the old alt.tv.simpsons news group, see what people were talking about a week or two after an episode debuted, see what they thought of the episode, see if there's any interesting news. I think they largely agree with us, honestly. I wouldn't be surprised. It's all Bs. Kind of, uh, mostly, I think there's an A in there. A couple Cs, but I think it's mostly, it's just Bs. It's Everyone's like, yeah, it's good. It's funny. Not a lot of character stuff in it, but it is very funny. You know? Which I, I, don't, I think this episode is. I, I would be surprised to see a lot of disputes over. Th- I mean, I think that it, the consensus is is settled for the most part. Um, so Matt, we've we've touched on this over the years now of the question on the news group: Is Smithers gay? Lord. And we, I think, most of the, for the most part, it's been settled. Yes, yeah, Smithers is gay. Come on, they, it's textual now. It's not. This is not something a subtle hint or anything like that. Now the question is, is Millhouse gay? Oh. <laughs> we don't need to know whether children are gay or not. All right, people, come I on mean, now. Frank, I mean, Millhouse has had a crush on Lisa for the entirety, like, for the, like, the last five seasons or something. I don't, Millhouse is not. I mean, I, again, that is textual. He likes a girl. I don't, like, and I don't think we've ever seen him like a boy. So I, I think it's settled for the most part, at least. Yeah. The and Lisa, so. Yeah. Um, other, there's two interesting things of news, uh, that both the same week, I guess. Um, first Simpsons creator, Matt Groening is close to signing a 13 episode deal with Fox for a primetime animated comedy called Futurama, 
which will be set around mm. the year 3000. Futurama will be Groening's first TV series since The Simpsons, Fox's most profitable comedy franchise, and the network hopes to launch it mid-season next year. While the co- original contact is still being hammered out, the show is expected to be both futuristic and nostalgic. None of the parties would comment on the negotiations. You ever hear about that show, Matt? Futurama? Uh, it's, the name sounds familiar. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Also, let's see. The unseen stars of The Simpsons, the actors who provide the voices for Fox's long-running, long-running animated hit, have banded together as for a hefty salary increase next season. Production on the show's 10th season was set to begin mid-March, but the actors have been holding out for raises. Sources say the actors, including Hank Azaria, Nancy Cartwright, Dan Castellaneta, Julie Kavner, Harry Shearer, and Yardley Smith, all make under $35,000 per episode. They're asking for more than 100000 Sources say Fox hopes a deal will be reached soon. Which I think that's... I, I think they were. I, I think there was a lot of consternation on the voice actors' parts because they are underpaid for so long for the the for the success level of the show, and they wanted to be paid fairly, which I think is well, fair. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but then uh, I don't know. There's, I think, the cost of voice actors is the thing that ended up ended up hurting the show a little bit because they didn't want to hire anyone else permanently because they would cost them more money. Yeah, but this is this would happen multiple more times. The voice actors would. I mean, we just saw. I, I don't think it was about money with Harry Shearer most recently. I think it was more just about his um, being tired of doing this for so long. <laughs> no, I think it was more about how he could. I mean, if he could call in to do his work, he didn't want to have to be in the studio. Which, with the way ah. the they could do that now, I think there's not really a problem with like technology now enables that to be possible. It's gonna. It's it's always a a point of contention. I think the voice actors, how much they're getting paid for the most successful show ever. I think. I mean, it's lasted the longest, and I think by just by amount of time aired and syndication uh, rights and like people talk about Seinfeld a lot, but I think you know how many ad dollars that The Simpsons brought in, along with on top of merch and all that other stuff, licensing. I don't go with a ridiculous amount. A lot. Yeah, it's been. A, it's a lot. Um, that's about it. Uh, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. <gasps> Yellow. KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow. Our listener question of the week this week is, what is the fake Simpsons item you want to be real? Uh, lots of great answers. A lot of, uh, I forgot about some of these things. And then I went, oh, yeah, right. That, that, there was a thing in there. Um, I think we'd all be better off. If the child upstairs would stop stomping on the floor, uh, <laughs> yep, yeah, uh, we would. How about that? I okay. First from Graham, sun and run, so I can use it to clean the pipes, then already be protected from the harsh sun rays when I finally go out. Uh, from Ugh. from Ivan, no, no, no. <laughs> hey Matt, kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> from Ivan, the invention of Homer's dream that will solve his fiduciary problems. That's this, an important one. This invention has made us all rich, especially you. It's simple and ingenious, and it fits right in the palm of your hand. It does do that. It does. I don't know how it's going to solve all our problems, but darn it, it's going to try. It's going to try. Seb, the juice loosener. I'm sick and tired of having to crush an orange against my eye to get such a small amount of juice. (laughs) If only there was an easier way. Um, Kevin, living in Japan, I've been searching for a box of Mr. Sparkle for six years now. Never going to happen, though. We can make... No, of course not. I I mean, we can make a box that looks like the Mr. Sparkle box. And you just pour a different detergent in there. Whoa, you can't do that. You make you make the Mr. Sparkle you want in the world. Let's see, uh, from Abby, Bubble Crumb, the gum with a cracker center. At least it would be a good prank. Hey, I would try Bubble Ooh. Crumb. Some cr- gets. I like you, a good mix of I'm soft sure and crunchy. Would. That that's a, uh, might not be bad. 
Uh, Daniel, Barnacle Bill's home pregnancy test. It comes with a free corn cob pipe. That's true. The most uh, important thing. Cody, Krusty's home pregnancy test for a friend. Uh, uh, Colin, nuts and they gum. birth effects. Nuts and gum. May they be one. May they one day be together at last. Made real by the suggestions of enough white males, age eighteen to forty-nine. I don't know about the nuts and gum. I can do the cracker and gum. I don't know about the nuts and gum. Yeah, that that's a bit much. It, it'd be really hard. Uh, Daniel, the Rap Master two thousand. So I too can be mistaken for a rap god. MC Hammer. <gasps> oh, it's Hammer. Carrie at uh CIC sixty six. Ladies and gentlemen, the Homer, the car, the Homer. Well, yeah. I don't want to drive that thing. I'm sorry. That is one thing I definitely don't want. That thing looks terrifying. I mean, I'm not saying I don't want it, but I don't. I I think I would just use it for parades. For parades, huh? Okay. Yeah, I would just be in like local parades whenever they wanted. Like, a, they needed a. I could say, hey, can I drive this extraordinarily unique car in your parade and support whatever this parade is supporting? I'm sure they'd say yes. No, that's good. That's, I like that. They'd say yes. For, uh, from Brian at Brian R34, Red Tick Beer needs more dog. Ryan at, <laughs> oh, uh, at P. No, Hammer at 97. No. The Canyon Arrow, 12 yards long, two lanes wide, 65 tons of American Pride. Ross at RP Jenkins, Skittle Brow. I really could just buy a six pack and a couple packets of Skittles. Yeah, we, there's a, a, a lot of Skittle Brow. There's a lot, a lot of these answers duplicated because, hey, people like the same, people like things. Uh, Tom at Egg Kitten, the Go Go Ray can't stop doing the monkey. The monkey. Uh, Shamsula at Irishiki84, a sarcasm detector. It's a real useful invention. I mean, I don't, I think what we really need is a sarcasm detector for text at this point. Yes, that's true. If someone could make that, they would, that would end up really well. I think you need to, like, a subtext detector. And for, like, for comments on the internet and for chat, like, I think that, I mean, and I think the subtext detector would also detect sarcasm, but I think something that explicitly is like, no, this person is not actually, they're being ironic when they say this thing. I think reading true intentions behind text on the internet would save uh, us a lot of trouble. Uh, Matthew at Matt R. Jacobson, a legit flaming mo, not the garbage Universal Studios sells. I'm with you on that. I'm not even drinking. I'm with you on that. One hundred percent. That is, it is garbage. Uh, Midnight Philly, Midnight on the Third Day, the big tub of ice cream with mini meat pies from the Quickie Mart. Again, I'll bore with that. Uh, Channel Surfing Pod at Channel Surf Pod. Mr. Sparkle, of course. G N at Cypress to you. Considering my lo- uh, my low vitamin R levels, it would have to be Malk. Got to keep that vitamin R up. Yeah. Uh, Jeff at Woody at Woot Jeff Woot, uh, the little bastard line of products. Just think of the possibilities. I don't know about that. Arming arming children is not. I don't. I had a book. Well, it's not for children. It's it's. You can be a little bastard and be an adult. Oh, okay. I I think I don't know. It seems very targeted at tr- children. I feel. I I had a book when I was a kid that just it it was like a book of harmless pranks of things you could do as a child that like and one was like, hey, you can mail shoes through the the post office. Like, you could just take a shoe and put stamps on it, and they can't stop you. Just mail shoes. And it felt like a really absurd thing for a child to do, but I thought about it. That well, is not quite to the level of the little bastard. John, Chopstall 311, buy me Bone Stormer, go to hell. <laughs> I mean, like, Mortal Kombat exists. Like, we've gotten there. Pretty much the same thing. Yeah, it's pretty close, especially nowadays. Uh, Valerie at, Rouge bon- at Rogue Bonsai, tobacco refreshingly addictive. I don't like tomatoes. That it is. I don't like tomatoes, so that's because you're weird, extremely How weird. How can I? I'm the... all right. What's your answer, Matt? Uh, my answer is Buzz Cola. Uh, I I'm a cola person. I want to see what it tastes like. I mean, haven't they made a Buzz Cola? 
Maybe. I, I thought know. they like did a branded Buzz Cola thing for a promotion at some point. Maybe, Maybe when the movie came out? Possibly, I think so, but I never got to try it. It probably just I mean it's soda. I my answer is the ice cream with the meat pies inside. <laughs> hmm Cause then okay. I want to eat ice cream for a meal, right? I want to do that. Okay. Without having to make excuses about, hey, I'm a bad person. If there's mini meat pies in my ice cream, that is a meal. Well, there you go. Can't say any better than that, can we? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm, I'm all for mixing savory and sweet. I'm totally mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. 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 Next week's question. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite Mo episode? I We probably have done this before. But if we did, it was a long time ago, and I think it's okay to revisit these things once in a while. Um, so what is your favorite Mo episode? Because I can't remember answering it, and that's really my barometer for most of the time for this, is I don't remember my answer. So it's like it's like new. <laughs> it's it's new to us. Yeah, it's like buying a used car. Uh, our, let's see. I'll post this question on social media, facebook.com slash the Simpsons Show Pod, Twitter at Simpsons Show Pod, email us at Simpsons Show Pod at gmail.com. Uh, reach out to us any of those places, like us, follow us, all that good stuff. Next up, Matt, guess what? Time for the new Google Trivia Challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-R-T. The new Google Trivia Challenge is where Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, one hard, and try and stump the other. We have a wager for this season. Whoever loses must write and record themselves performing a Trials of Horror segment. I am losing to Matt right now by, I believe, yep, five points, which is within sight, within the lead. I can do it. I know. I have faith in myself. I could do got this. this, Robbie. Maybe. Well, are you ready for an easy question, Matt? I'm ready. Hit me. These are from Lisa the Beauty Queen. What does Homer sell to pay Lisa's entrance fee? His ride on the Duff blimp. That is, that is true. So flying, through the, so flying through the sky so fancy free. Exactly. What is my easy question, Matthew? All right, so your easy question. Get up here. Uh, what cartoon characters did Chester J. Lambwick claim to invent? Be itchy and scratchy. I guess I'll let you slide. He only claimed to invent itchy. I itchy, and then by extension, scratchy. Eh, fair enough. I don't. I don't know. I think that's you said, and literally your question was cartoon characters. Plural. I know it was misleading, wasn't it? It's yeah. not. That's not. You're not. That's not a good question, Matt. Those are trick questions, and trick questions are bad. You say so. I do. I think. Hey, it, I, I. You know, I've watched a lot of Jeopardy in my life. Watched a lot of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I watched a lot. Of, a lot of watched a lot of quiz shows. Any show that relies on trick questions, I don't. It's bad. Well, that's true. But I, I just wanted to. You know, I went straight. I went straight up knowledge. Uh, the question should reflect the answer. Your medium question, Matt. Are you ready? I'm ready. Lisa does a medley of what two songs for the talent portion of the pageant? Oh, um, okay. I believe it is uh, America the Beautiful and, oh man, what is the second one's actual name? Man, you always get me on the names of songs. You know I don't know the name of any song. This would be an easy question for other people, but for you, Matt, uh, it's me. Uh, no, it's a hard question because, um, I don't know, uh... You can guess. Um, the, um, rolling on the river. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, what? that's not the right answer. Uh, you and your trick questions. That's not a trick question. It's, there's a name for that song. Uh, it is Proud Mary. Proud Mary keeps on rolling. Sure, if you say so. Proud Mary. Uh, for uh, yeah. 
Uh, okay, I, I, it's not my fault. You don't know the name of a, a very famous song. Uh-huh. Sure, Robbie. And there's sure. only two. There's only two songs in that question. And you got the first one. <sighs> Whatever, Robbie. Uh, Whatever. Uh, what's my medium question? All right. So your medium question: Who does Itchy kill in his cartoon debut? Uh, that would be, uh, Theodore Roosevelt, right? Doesn't he kill Theodore? Or no, no, or he kills an Irishman? Does he kill the Irishman or does he kill Theodore Roosevelt? Watch out, Itchy, he's Irish. He doesn't kill Theodore Roosevelt. The Irishman is my answer. Hmm. I think I'm going to have to look this one up because I was pretty sure he killed both, but uh, I could be wrong. I thought he doesn't kill Theodore Roosevelt. I'm sorry, he does kill Theodore Roosevelt. Okay, Matt, you ready for a hard question? I'm ready. Apparently they're really hard. In Lisa the Bee King, where does Lisa get her hair done? Where does she get her hair done? She goes to a salon. There's a, a montage of her getting her hair cut. She has all these different haircuts. You know, she has cornrows. Right. She has where? What's the name of the salon? Oh God, um, that's a good punny name. <laughs> hair today, gone tomorrow. That's not bad. Off the top of your head, they probably they probably is used in a different episode. That is not the correct answer. Uh-oh. The correct answer is turn your head and quaff. Oh Lord, of course. <laughs> all right, fair enough. What's my hard question? I'm sure I'll get it. All, All right. right. Your hard question. Let's see. Uh, All right. What itchy and scratchy character was based on a true story? <laughs> okay. It's based on... I remember the line. I guess what's the name of the character. Oh, there's all those dumb characters that they have uh, the courtroom scene. Um. Oh, 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 oh. And it's the one of the most ridiculous ones, of course, is the one based on a true story. Um. Oh, man. I know this. Ugh. I know I can. Um, hmm. They all have alliterative names. I can't remember it. What is it? Flatulent Fox. Flatulent Fox. <laughs> okay. That leaves us tied for this week. That's Dumbbell. The name of this episode is Dumbbell Indemnity. It sure is. Leaves me five points behind, but I'm. That's uh, uh, single digits. I can do this. I've dialed in. You totally can. I can. I can do this, you got man. This. I've got it. You're going to be doing work for once. Um, we can move on to our final segment. Segment we end every single episode with is time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is the part of the show, Matt and I rank the episodes categorically as we watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode, every episode ever and how good they are. All right, Matt. Where are we, where are we putting this, this, this fella here? All right. Well, let's think about this. Let's think about this it. It's a Mo episode. It is a Mo episode. Uh, let's see. What are our other Mo episodes? I know we've got uh, Flaming Moe's. That's uh, pretty far down. Flaming Moe's is number 127. All right. I think it's better than that. Do you agree? I don't know. The ending really leaves me on a sour note with this thing. I think it's hilarious, though. I think this episode is really funny. Uh, it is. Okay. Think about it this way. Yeah, a lot of crimes happen, but that happens a lot in The Simpsons. There are so many Simpsons episodes where somebody should have gone to jail at the end that they do well, not. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not my it's it's not my, the, my problem is not that they don't go to jail or whatever. It's the fact that they don't even try and give us a dumb reason why they get out of it. Like them mo bribing a judge. That's hey, that works. It takes ten seconds to show that, or him to say literally uh, the line, uh, or Lisa asking. Or Lisa asking Homer, Dad, why? How did you get out of jail? And Homer going, Mo bribed the judge. Like, that takes how long? That takes 10 <laughs> seconds to set up. And it, you could do that in the context of the dumb ending they did anyway. They don't do it. They just ignore it. And you can't, like, I'm sorry, like, 
I, I, you can't do that in a sto- like I, I need resolution of some sort, even if it is dumb and quick. Otherwise, the things that happen in the episode are meaningless, and it becomes Family Guy. Oof, yeah, yeah, I don't want to become Family Guy. That's I, that's bad. I'm that's all I'm saying. It's like it, that's the road to that, where it's just like, hey, here's 20 minutes of jokes. It's not like that's necessarily bad. There's appeal to that. But The Simpsons, why I like The Simpsons is because it has a story that matters to a certain extent most of the time. And when you have a plot that just goes, oh, we forgot about everything that happened in the episode. Renee disappears, gone forever. Uh, the All the crimes that committed that were very important. Like, the crimes are why Renee left Moe. Like, then, oh, no, we forgot about the crimes. And now his bar, which was not very important to this episode. The bar is secondary no. or third, thirdary, whatever, whatever the word for that is. And now tertiary. tertiary. Thank you, Matthew. I I knew that in a past life. I'm sure. I'm they, sure you did. They they just go. Oh no, Moe's now really sad about losing his bar, and now it's in Homer's house. What like uh, I that it, it's just like I shouldn't let it stick in me because it's literally like the last thirty seconds of the episode. It doesn't it doesn't really matter. But you can't just throw parts away of the episode. You can't just go. Oh, you can't. I mean, you can. They do it. More and they did that. We're gonna see it. Uh, we're gonna see parts of episodes just get thrown away. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna ch- and yeah. I'm getting this riled up about this episode, which I like. I'm gonna, God, I'm just gonna be start frothing when we get to the episodes I don't like. Yeah. I just feel like it should that should in- matter when we rank the episodes. Where's Dust Bus? Where do we put Dust Bus? It's uh, number one, it's question. number 149. I think this episode goes in, in like that 130s, 140s area. I don't think it's better than Flaming Moe's. Flaming Moe's at the end of the day, it, I don't think it's Flaming Moe's. Mm. Flaming Moe's is very memorable. I think that's why everyone loves Flaming Moe's. That's true. It's so like true. a lot no of those. Really this episode. I think a lot of those old episodes, that's what they get by on. It's like everyone remembers Flaming Moe's, even though I think Flaming Moe's has problems. I think this episode is probably, I think, funnier than Flaming Moe's. But Flaming Moe's makes sense in a very strange, weird way. It actually has kind of a a real, like, A to B to C story where Moe – and, it like, I think they're really good comparisons because they're both about Homo and Homer's relationship. And right. Moe betrays Homer in both of them. But in Flaming Moe's, Moe pays for what he done. He comes back – he goes back to – What to he done? What he did. I was in the middle of two different sentences, and I got the first uh, half of one and the second half of the other. Well, it, he pays for what he did. He makes up with Homer, and they get back to the status quo, which is fine. In this, they f- nearly fight to death in a burning down bar, get rescued by Barney, and then set up Moe's bar at Homer's house. They're, the emotional catharsis for the two is them having a 15-second conversation where Homer apologizes to Moe for some reason? Like, I... Eh, okay. I think it's better than Flaming Moe's. I think it's closer to Das Bus, and that Das Bus is very funny. Also, I, I, I think it's... I don't... I, I'd probably put it better than Das Wait, Bus. Wait, you said... It's better, definitely better than Das Bus. You said you, you said you like it better than Flaming Moe's. No, I like Flaming Moe's better. I think Flaming Moe's is oh. a better episode. If I'm not... If I wasn't clear... All right, all right. Here, I am being clear. Flaming Moe's is all better. Right. Right beneath Flaming Moe's is Miracle on Evergreen Terrace. Is this better than Miracle on Evergreen Terrace? I would put it right above Fear of Flying. Right above Fear of Flying. Everything. Right beneath Lisa the Skeptic. I, I I like that because I remember Lisa the Skeptic we had a little bit of a problem with uh, just because 
okay, there are several problematic things, but especially the ending is is a little off and its characterization of Lisa. And, you know, I, I like that. It's a good spot for this. I think it's, uh, it's we're, we're having to slice the thinnest of hairs here, but that's our duty. That's new number 130, Dumbbell Indemnity. Very funny episode, but I, I don't know. I, that ending really, it's, I think it's how you felt about Das Plus, man. I think that's where I'm at with this ending. It's funny because I, before we started talking about this, I never really had that much of an issue with this episode, uh, the ending of this episode. It's stupid, but there are lots of stupid ones. Uh, I thought the ending of Das Bus was much worse, but. I think Das Bus is so stupid, it circles back around. You know, you're not wrong about that. I mean, like, that's the thing with Das Bus. I think, like, it's not, I don't, I want to, I want to know if I would call it good, but I think they're just trying to do something with it and it just, like, half works. I think yeah. this is them just like, well, we don't know what to do with all the stuff we've made. We've like, we don't know what to do. Let's just do this. Yeah. That's what it feels like. And I don't, that's not excusable. Like, I don't, I don't need to, I don't have to like forgive it. I can say, no, it makes it worse. I'm allowed to do that. It sure does. Yeah. All right. So this is number one thirty on our list. Uh, I uh, I closed the list, but I can tell you, number one on our list is still Homer's Enemy. And last on our list is still Homer's Odyssey. That's the way it works. I will remember. I, I believe me, when one of those changes, it will be momentous. Momentous. <laughs> uh, what's our next episode, man? Momentous. Uh, our next episode. Okay, let me find that tab. Uh, let's see. We're in season nine now. Next one is oh, Lisa the Simpson. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. We got we got three really good ones coming up. Lisa the Simpson, followed by This Little Wiggy, followed by Simpson Tide. I mean, at least one of those is going to make Robbie blow a gasket, I'm sure. So that'll be fun to see. Simpson Tide is good. Is that what you're saying, Matt? I, I'm saying Simpson Tide is hilarious. Those are two different things. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I agree that I'm looking forward to Lisa the Simpson. Uh, I think that's a I you know we always like Lisa episodes and I think that's an actually one I haven't watched in a while and I'm interested to see how I feel about it now. Uh, we'll talk about that next week. You can find all this stuff our list, uh, a lot of other stuff on our website simpsonshow.com. Links to our Facebook, to our Twitter, to our RSS feed. Links to our Patreon. Uh, if you want to throw the show a couple dollars, help to keep the lights on, really appreciate it. Uh, I think that will do it for us today. Before we go, you can find me on Twitter at Robbie Dorman. Please check out my other podcast, Handsome Boys Comics Hour. It's about comic books we just did episode 200 talked about Woo. the killing joke and the joker and how context is important with comic books uh and the serial fanaticist which will i'll have another episode of that and uh, probably in december when i'm done writing a novel matt does not participate in social media unless a certain level of patreon backer you will not find him uh that is correct i have decided i am moving to antarctica to uh escape the u.s's current issues and uh you know i can always read by the light of neutrinos hitting giant puddles of water so that's the way it goes that's where the thing is don't go down there uh well i'm sorry robbie that's where scientific discovery is happening that's where i will be so you know like i said uh just get your neutrino guns fire them at the south pole uh make sure you use the, the really energetic ones uh the ones you know that come from gamma ray bursts otherwise you know they probably won't make it all the way to the earth so you know crank it up guys what about space what about space? There's no, I mean, I would think if you're lo really looking for new discoveries, Star Trek it up. I would love to, uh, but unfortunately, uh, I suck and Sp I can't get into space. Oh, space travel is also incredibly inefficient now at this point in our. In our it is, yeah, oddly we, enough. Yeah. Well, we I, probably shouldn't start talking about uh, the future efficiency of space travel on our Simpsons podcast, although I want to ask that question. <laughs> uh, I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. And keep watching this episode. Shh.